0: Welcome to Grinding the Data. My name is Kevin Scott. I'm so glad to be here with you in this latter part leading up to week six. Uh, this is the uh, the second pod of the week. This is the, the podcast where we take a look at players I consider adding to my rosters. Uh, there's going to be a few that are for just very deep rosters that I'm going to mention today and then mostly for uh, kind of middle of the road leagues where these guys may be available uh, in many leagues, they will not be, but just just uh, what I would suggest doing, any that pique your interest that we discuss, just jot them down and then go to your leagues and just search for all those players, see if they're available. Uh, just before we jump in uh, with uh, looking at some running backs, wide receivers, and tight ends that I consider adding to your rosters, I just wanted to mention... The few things off the bat that I always like to: first, uh, you can follow me and the show on Twitter. We lo- I'd love to interact with you, and um, it'd be great to hear your questions and your thoughts. Um, any any start sit questions are fine, or you know trade uh, trade options you have that you want to discuss. Um, I do this podcast and love to interact on Twitter because I like to help people. That's the bottom line. So I'd love to interact with you. Um, I am at Kevin Scott and the show is at Grinding the Data. Uh, you can also uh, follow along besides this podcast to the article I write every week over at FFToday.com. I will post a link to that article every week. It goes even more in depth in the podcast. And we'll, uh, I will post that so you can read through. It's, it's um, a great way to get tips on players to add or, or uh, move on from or trade for or whatever uh, based on all that data. Uh, Finally, just want to mention, if you have not followed this podcast, um, like subscribed over on Apple or uh, Spotify or wherever you listen, that would be great. I really appreciate that. Leaving a review on Apple Podcasts would be very appreciated. We've got, I think, four or five up right now. Um, I'd love to get that to 10 uh, even this week. So if you have not left a review, please do that. That's a, the number one way you can help kind of spread the word about this podcast. And then just please spread the word directly. Tell your friends uh, who, who play fantasy, people at work who play fantasy, whatever. Just give them a tip to check this podcast out. I'd really appreciate it. And of course, like I m- always mentioned, you can support the podcast. We only have a couple dollars pledged right now, uh, but any amount helps and any even a dollar a month or something will help us uh, be able to keep this going. We're just really getting started. but I'm hoping to make this into a long-term and a bigger production over time. All right, so let's dive in. Uh, I'm going to look at a few uh, at each of these main positions, running backs, receivers, and tight ends, that I would just take a look at and see if they're available. First at running backs, Jarek McKinnon was probably picked up in most leagues this week, but with the loss of Edwards Hilaire for at least three weeks, he's on IR. Um, McKinnon is an interesting play. I have not been that uh, impressed with how... Much work he's gotten, as you as you know, if you've been listening to the podcast, I am a Chiefs fan, so I do listen or I do watch every every snap of every Chiefs game. So I, you know he hasn't gotten in the in the the game very much, and it's it's one of those things that uh, it's hard to know how much is Darrell Williams going to take over, you know, that seventy percent of snaps that you know Ceh was taking, and then is McKinnon going to take the rest, or is it going to be more of a split? Uh, I really don't know, and it's one of those things that because of we don't know, even even if though it's just three weeks, it is so difficult to find running backs uh, that it's worth picking him up. McKinnon has looked pretty, pretty spry, pretty quick. Uh, he's coming off some injuries over the past few years. I think he's he's in good shape though, um, so I think he would um, he'd be a good a good addition to your your team if you're really hurting. I am actually starting him in a couple leagues this week. So um just for what that's worth, um I would I would consider adding him. If you do not have the roster spot, he's not like a super important ad. Um, like last week he ended up playing 31% of snaps. Um, most of those were after Edward. So went out and then Darrell Williams was at 43%. I, said, I really could see this being like a 50, 50, but so like I said, if you don't have the space, don't, don't drop somebody who we know is going to get work over the course of the season. But if you're desperate, he's a good pickup. Another one for very desperate, very desperate play. And only in deep leagues would be Dearness Johnson of the Browns. Um, we just heard today that, um, nick chubb is out for this week which was a surprise to me i had not even heard he was injured apparently it's a calf injury so if you have cream hunt you're uh, quite excited to play him this week but if the browns stick with what they typically do dearness johnson should you know get maybe 30 percent of carries or 30 percent of touches or snaps or whatever uh, somewhere in there i mean it may be that they just give hunt 80 to 90 percent of the work but you know they do like splitting snaps, so I would consider adding Dearness Johnson in very deep leagues. If you're in like the FFPC, um, you know, big tournament fields, uh, Dearness Johnson may be one of the only people on this list that is available. And if you're seriously hurting it back, it's something to consider. Uh, Ramondre Stevenson is uh, continues to be a pretty good pickup, even though shoot, we have no idea what's going to happen with this team. We never do. Uh, but last week um, with uh, With the injury, I guess Damian Harris wasn't technically injured, but he got banged up throughout the game. He ended up playing only 33% of snaps because he was in and out with injury. Uh, We saw Brandon Bolden actually lead the team in snaps. He's playing that James White role now. Uh, I'm sorry, lead the team, the running backs in snaps. But Ramondre Stevenson actually played more than Harris. He was at 34% um, if they, if they ever make the shift to wanting to split carries permanently between these two, or even if Stevenson is more dynamic than Harris and he starts uh, getting more, more looks, I think he actually might be a better fit for this offense. Um, I think he could, um, he could be very effective around the goal line. He could become a goal line back. He's just a big bruiser and, is a good overall back, so I would consider picking him up if you're if you're desperate. He is probably owned in a lot of uh, competitive leagues, um, but he's worth picking up if not. One guy that is a very like speculative ad on my part, and this would just be in shallow leagues where he's probably available. But Kenyon Drake, um, he's he is likely to have been dropped in many leagues, even competitive leagues, because he's done nothing, and the Raiders have just not given him any work um, over the past few few weeks uh, which is very odd for a team that gave him such a big contract in the offseason like he started out the first two weeks uh first three weeks he was 48 71 and 43 percent of snaps in this past week he was 18 percent So just really barely playing. And then they also worked in Jalen Rashard this past week, which was an odd decision. His first snaps of the season. We don't know what's going on, but we do know that Gruden is gone. And so we have a new kind of a new coaching staff. And and they may kind of say, hey, let's let's shift this. Let's start getting Drake more involved. So just a name to keep in mind, again, if you're super desperate, uh, a player to pick up. And then one last running back is Darrington Evans. I've mentioned him a few times on this podcast. He is worth a, a speculative add as well. Um, he's coming back from injury. They did designate him to return from the IR. And um, behind Derek Henry, it's it's really there's not much. Um, I know that they have um, they have given uh, I can't remember his name, but that player <laughs> behind Henry a lot of work. I will look it up here while I'm talking. Um, but um, I think Darrington Evans is clearly Jeremy Jeremy McNichols is his name. I think. Uh, Darrington Evans is clearly a better player. Um, now, McNichols has, has improved. He looks decent out there. He's, he looks good catching the ball, which is really what they need help with. But uh, Evans is a far more dynamic player, has top-end speed, and is excellent catching the ball. So it, he's just a good, uh, he's, he's a good add if you have deep rosters to stick on there for when he comes back. If he starts playing McNichols' snaps, um, gets 20 to 30%, he will have value, uh, especially in deep leagues so let's move on to receiver i have quite a few here Uh, most of these again are speculative when we get to week five or week six in the season as we are um, you know most players who have already obvious value are certainly on rasters right so the the guys that we have to focus on at this point are players that are kind of coming back from injury are unknown are young um haven't done much have been dropped those kinds of things so these are the players i'm focused on um, and um, if you a lot of times if you pick up these players selectively and hit even on one of them it can really change your whole season so that's why we do this podcast uh, the first first player is not going to be available in, in, in deep leagues or very competitive leagues but kind of mid-range leagues or shallower leagues he probably is and that's ba- uh, Rashad Bateman from the Ravens he is uh, likely going to make his debut this Sunday he is a very good receiver at least he was in college I think he will instantly push Marquise Brown for, you know, the most uh, snaps at receiver. I think he's going to have a great opportunity in this remade Ravens offense that loves to throw the ball now. Coming into this season, we were a little bit hesitant to draft Bateman some people because he was going to an offense that has such little volume. But so far, that's not the case. The Ravens are chucking it. So he makes an excellent, I mean, this would be my top ad if he is available on your wire. Pick him up immediately. I think he's going to really show out in the next few weeks and you're going to wish you had uh, another player in very deep leagues I'll, I'll, I'll go two here in very deep leagues very competitive leagues where most of these players are not available you can consider picking up marquez valdez Stant- scantling or ty hilton both are kind of desperation plays um neither guy did much last year you know overall uh, but both are long play, kind of deep ball targets for uh, for most of the time. Uh, both can you know are threats to score. Both have speed. So if you are you know like I said, very deep leagues, consider adding one of those guys that might pay off. Uh, if you need like a bi week fill-in coming up here, uh, a couple guys that are going to be coming off of injuries. Will Fuller and Jarvis Landry uh, both probably have been dropped in a majority of leagues. Uh, Landry's been out for quite a while, I think four weeks or so, and he just was designated to return. It's clear that Mayfield likes to throw to him even more than Beckham, uh, so he is worth an add. And Fuller, we don't know how he's going to fit in the Dolphins' offense yet, but he is a um, super quick, you know, long speed and quickness, dynamic player, was coming back. Um, likely this week. So he makes a very good ad. I'd say Fuller, far ahead of Landry um, as far as order of pickups. Uh, Probably for me, Bateman and then Fuller would be my list here to start. Um, Robbie Anderson's another one who may have been dropped. Um, He's definitely worth picking up. He's getting lots of targets. They're trying their best to incorporate him in the offense. So I would pick up Robbie Anderson if he's on your wire. And then two more guys I'll mention are um, Josh Gordon, who I mentioned last week. Pick him up. He's still learning the offense. As soon as he has a big week, everyone will want him. So if he's on your wire, um, pick him up and just wait and see. He's a, he's a perfect option to pick up before the week. If he does nothing, you can always drop him. Uh, I'm carrying him on most of my rosters, just waiting for that blow-up week and then hoping that it pays off. And then one other guy is uh, Amon Ross St. Brown. I've mentioned him before. He's getting more and more incorporated into this offense. He got He's had 13 fantasy points or more the last two weeks. And getting lots of targets, and really, he's like the last man standing for this this receiver core. Um, uh, most teams are taking T.J. Hawkinson out of the equation, so and he's a very good, you know, quick sort of uh, slot player. Um, I think he can play the outside, but that, he's kind of like a Golden Tate, which is interesting because he's on the Lions. That's who he reminds me of. But anyway, I would those are the those are the receivers I would consider picking up. I think all of them have the potential to really pay off for you. Uh, if you, um, if you add them and then they go off, uh, it's, a, it's kind of a perfect timing and situation for you. And then we'll move to tight ends. Um, one guy that's definitely has his name already out there and is probably not available in most leagues, but might be in yours. And you should check it out. It's Ricky Seals Jones. Uh, ju- this is just a short term play because Logan Thomas is likely only out for three weeks. Uh, that's two more weeks, including this Sunday. But he may be out longer. Sometimes these um, hamstring injuries linger. So Ricky Seals-Jones is taking over. He played 99% of snaps last week for Washington. Uh, he's literally in Logan Thomas's exact role. And he's a, a very athletic, uh, capable tight end. He, he doesn't have excellent hands. He dropped a couple passes last week. But... When you're out there every snap and you're on a, an offense that's going to have to throw it, especially this week against the Chiefs, he's a good play. So uh, if you're a desperate at tight end, definitely pick him up. We just saw Zach Ertz traded to the Cardinals. He may still be on your wire um, because he hasn't done much this season. He makes a, a good pickup if he's available um, because he's going to a great offense. Now, just remember, just like with Max Williams, we don't know how many snaps he's going to get. We don't know how many targets he's going to get with all these other options on the, in the passing game. But he's worth a pickup. Um, if you need a tight end and then a few others here Gerald Everett I've mentioned before on this podcast he continues to struggle and he's struggled with injuries and he just hasn't done anything and now we don't have Russell Wilson in there so he's going to be available in a lot of of, um, in a lot of leagues and I would say he's very talented very athletic tight end on a good offense that will improve especially as soon as Wilson comes back if you're in a really bad situation with tight end, I'd certainly think you could do a lot worse than Gerald Everett. And I think over the next like five, six weeks, we will see him get uh, more and more snaps and a higher target share as we go because they just don't have a third, a clear third option in the passing game. I think he could be it. Uh, Another guy I've mentioned, several, actually two more guys I've mentioned several times. It's very hard to find tight ends at this point. But all these players remain available in a lot of leagues. Those two are Ferkser, Anthony Ferkser of the Titans, and uh, Friermuth of the Steelers. Both of these players, um, you know, they haven't done much, and that's why they're available. Ferkser, the most frustrating part, he played under 50% of snaps last week, and so that's a little concerning for sure. But um, I think he'll work his way in, and it's another situation in Tennessee where we don't have a clear third option to catch catch the ball. Uh, I think he could be it eventually. I think he's a, a talented pass catcher. Um, I think the reason he hasn't done much is likely because he's been injured and they were easing him back in. We will see. If in the next couple weeks he's still playing around that 50% mark, then forget it. You can go ahead and drop him, but I'm carrying him on a few rosters just in case we see a spike here. And Fryermouth, I, I have to believe the Steelers at some point are going to phase Eric Ebron out of the offense and, and let Fryermouth kind of shine. Now he is a rookie and he's a tight end, so that could be incorrect, but just a player that you could carry if you're desperate. So those are the main names I would consider adding. If you have thoughts about those, you disagree, or you want more clarity on uh, whether I would pick up that player and drop a certain player in their place, feel free to hit me up on Twitter. Like I said, I'd love to chat with you. And don't forget, uh, please go and give the, the podcast a rating and review. I'd really appreciate it. Have a great week of fantasy. Good luck, and I hope everything goes your way. Take care.